Up next, another episode of 30 Wise with Taylor, Derek, and Kurt. We are glad you are listening. Find us on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast or send an email to 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. And now, what you all came to listen for, 30 Wise. Enjoy! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us for another fine episode of 30 Wise. This is Kurt, and I'm here with Taylor. Hello. And Derek. We were gone, and now we're back. <laughs> and better than ever. <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us during our absence. Uh, we are working on plans to prevent that from happening again. Um, to tonight, be fair, we're, we all have families. Yeah. Vacations came up, work schedules got in the way. Holidays. I mean, that's what we this is all fest. about. Yeah. We had a huge fundraiser that we, that yeah. we hosted here in town. And Taylor uh, got grounded. Taylor Hunger. <laughs> yeah. All right. We don't have to get into that, though. All but right. anyway, you know, as all of you know, you know, most of our listeners, hopefully, are, are parents, and uh, they understand that life with kids, you know, you've got your priorities. So here we're back, trying to give a little uh, insight into the daily activities of three dads. Um, and right now, we are sitting down in Derek's basement, and uh, we've got the draft prep coming up. The NFL draft. draft. One of the biggest shows at least for a draft that I think is put on. The most showmanship. Um, the most showmanship. With really, you know, you guys love the draft, I think, more than I do. <laughs> I could really care less about any draft, personally. Well, that's because you have a Super Bowl, or a couple Super Bowls couple. for a lion. The yeah. draft is, brings hope. <laughs> that eventually yeah. gets destroyed, that gets re-energized again right. as a it Viking gets fan. Everybody, any, what, whoever you cheer for, it gets you drinking that color Kool-Aid again. At, at this point, though... Hey, the, I never stopped. <laughs> the draft, the lure of the draft at this point is because there's so much craziness that can happen, especially night one. That's why there's so much buildup, I feel like, to the first night of the draft is because there's so many things that could happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Trades, because most of the trades that happen or the big trades that happen all happen on night one because people are moving up and down, moving all around, and... The only thing that you can bank on is that the number one pick is going to then determine what happens with the rest of the draft. And the biggest thing with this draft is, is a quarterback going to go number one? Is a defensive person going to go number one? Who knows? Because that could throw a chain of events into craziness and all the things that happen. All right, so we, so we get it on record before the draft actually starts because I think it kicks off in about 25 minutes. The first pick is in in 22 minutes. minutes. Okay, right around there. The biggest surprise of tonight will be Taylor. Number one pick. Kyler Murray? I, I don't know if it's going to be Kyler Murray. I'm just saying the number one pick will probably be the, the biggest surprise because Kyler Murray's stock has dropped over the last couple days, which means it's like 85% chance that they're going to take him. But, again, what's that mean? If he doesn't get taken, does that then just bump everybody up? Or does it just make... The teams continue to think about what they're going to do. Good stuff, Kurt. I'm excited to see these teams that have multiple first-round draft picks. The Packers. What? Yeah. The Packers. What are they going to trade up for? The Raiders. Are they going to trade up? They're going to trade down. What are they going to do with those picks? That's what I'm excited to see. And my biggest surprise, my best guess as far as the biggest thing that's going to happen tonight is I think the Washington Redskins are going to trade up into the one of the top five picks and draw, overreach and draft quarterback. And I think hey. they're going to do it to try to get ahead of the New York Giants. To take Dwayne Haskins. Either Dwayne Haskins or the quarterback from Duke. I don't know what that guy's name is. Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. So, again, time will tell. We are on record now. Hey. And we will see what happens. Exciting stuff. Derek, 
Who's who are the Vikings taking at eighteen? I think we surprise everybody and go defense again. Interesting. I think their top three linemen that they'd want to draft are going to be off the board. I think a defensive stud or a supposed defensive stud is going to fall, and they'll nab that guy because their linemen aren't there. And I don't think the linemen below the top three bring enough value to be selected at pick eighteen. You guys, who do the Packers take? One of each. Couldn't tell you. Aaron Rodgers replacement, Drew Locke, Missouri. Ugh. Which it's pick? Gonna happen. Which pick? The second one. Thirty. Yes. I think it's going to be offense and defense. Actually, one of each. Okay. I okay. If if they don't take quarterback in thirty, I bet they trade out of the first round and pick up more draft picks. Agreed. Because I think there are a lot of teams that want to get back into the first, the front end of the first, or the back end of the first round because you get that fifth year option. So I could see a team like the Giants or the Raiders or somebody like that move up because they have the draft capital to do so. Last right. thoughts? Anything big? No, nope. I, guess we'll I think that the Raiders that wraps up our Jack draft Gruden, talk baby. 2019. <laughs> That's complete analysis. You will not get anywhere else. NFL football <laughs> way too early. Yeah, <laughs> Mel Kiper, get your heart out. Yep. <laughs> so the next big thing we were talking about, Kurt, is yeah, I think uh, we had talked about. Um, you see a lot of change with what we use as dads and moms to carry around diapers. They're necessary. You have to have them with you at all times if you're out in public until they're potty trained. And so, so is at least a traditional versus millennial r- conversation? Well, <laughs> it could be. I, we could turn it that way. I think we're all millennials. I Technically an elder millennial. The I was going to say, Kurt, are you myself. still a millennial? I am. I'm on the elder well, spectrum. You can never not be a millennial because you can't change the year you were born. Right, right. I didn't know if he was, though. <laughs> what year does that start? Well, now you know. The more you know. <laughs> so... So what we're talking about is the traditional diaper bag, kind of sling it over your shoulder, it rides at your hip, versus now a lot of people have been moving towards the backpack, the diaper backpack. And so I don't know, what did you guys use when with your firsts? I'm a fan of the backpack. Um, we fit so many things in it. It is one of those things so many where... activities. Yeah, there's, there's so many things that you can... You can have in it. Ours has a little cooler pocket. It's got a side pocket for wipes. It's got everything that you could need. Um, the, the the thing that I like the most about it is both my wife and I. It doesn't matter who's do who's using it. You don't look funny <clears throat> carrying a backpack. Where with the diaper bag, if I wear it, I look a little funny. I don't know about you guys, but I look funny slinging something over my shoulder, and people are like, "What the hell is that guy doing?" Is that just you being super insecure? No. Because I've never seen anybody, regardless of the size, having a back, having a diaper bag flopped over their shoulder with a kid going, that looks weird. I yeah. didn't say it. I don't know. It's just, I, I think it looks fun. Maybe it is. Maybe it is me just thinking that I look weird. But I feel like I look weird. Fair enough. I mean, I so we had like an Eddie Bauer brand diaper bag. We had two diaper bags for our first one, one for each of our cars, so that we always had it no matter what. Um, but now with our second... We uh, we received as a gift a very nice backpack, uh, and Lori has started using that. However, it, it is a very like fancy looking backpack that I don't like. To Taylor's point, I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing it because it's kind of blinged out, so it's not really a, it's not really a guy pack. Um, is it leather? No, it's kind of like a I don't know what material it's made out of, but it's shiny, it's teal, and it has gold zippers and everything Ooh. so it's, it looks really fancy and nice. she's the envy of all the moms but well, i don't think that i would I, I would not wear that one so i'm using i'm still using my traditional uh hip backpack or diaper bag but then there's the question is there an advantage to one or the other or derek which one do you guys use i we use the strap over the shoulder okay but i would much rather use a backpack 
Just because the functionality of a backpack with diapers and everything else is so much easier to carry around. Sure. And eventually you get it loaded down, putting some weight on one shoulder instead yeah, of the other one. I was just going to say that. You don't want to throw it at your back. We're not getting any younger, ladies and gentlemen. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> well, then you got both hands to be able to do other stuff. Yeah. Right? Because exactly. anytime you try to do anything with the strap, if you move your arm, it's going to fall off. And then it just turns into a pain in the butt. You know so what? So it's got to be backpack. I can't wait until a giant fanny pack becomes really popular. Because <laughs> from a functional standpoint, that beats a backpack. It keeps both your hands free, and it does everything you'd want it to be able to do with the added functionality. Why do? You, okay, explain the functionality that you think a fanny pack has over a backpack. Okay, can you get into a backpack when you're wearing it from behind? Can you get into a backpack? Yeah. Like without taking it off. Oh, no, without oh, taking it off. So you're, chasing, you're oh. chasing the kids around. Yeah. The backpack's on your back. And all That's of a sudden, true. you got to get something out of the backpack. you gotta, okay. you got to stop, put yep. it down, open it up. In a fanny pack, you can just roll that around your waist if you wanted to. Throw so it you can, have the, you can have the big part in the yeah. back if you want. Just switch it around, and there it is. That's I would true. argue that is one of the advantages of the diaper bag, too, is that you can kind of just lean forward or whip it around to the front, and you can get into it. Yeah. The fanny pack also, you know, Taylor's making fun of the functionality. You don't need to wear a belt. You could double it as a belt if you're comfortable with it wearing in front. You just put it right through your belt loops. There you go. That is actually you didn't a great even think idea. of that. Boom. Belt fanny pack diaper bag. So, yeah. so the question is, you're wow. not going to be able to sling it around then. Nope. It's just in the front. But it's in the front. Okay. So, what a pain in the ass if you've got to. Well, it'd be a pain. In go the front. to the restroom or you just either one. Like you do your regular belt. It's clipped right here. Just. Well, okay, now we're talking about well, okay, yeah, yeah, well, you know thinking about that. Around the, fanny, the fanny packs that I'm used to what are the ones that have it? two clips all the way in the back. They're opposite the fanny. Yeah. Wait a minute, you use fanny packs Wait, that clip it, not Velcro? What if we had ooh, ooh Velcro versus clips? <laughs> what if you made a fanny pack that had a clip on each side so you could take the whole pack off? And, and it would down be a belt. It. Yeah. It'd be a belt otherwise. Exactly, right? I got a better idea. Shark tank idea. What if you have a fanny pack and you can customize the picture in front. The picture in front. So you get a big picture of just your kid's <laughs> face right in front. Is this like a starter jacket thing where you, like everybody had like the everybody had the San team. Francisco Giants yeah. and the Charlotte Hornets and but everybody's gonna have their own fanny pack? That's actually not a bad idea. Right. I think they do that with mission belts. You can get like the belt buckle. Mission belts? Yeah. The other thing? Belt? What's a mission belt? These belts right here. They were on Shark Tank. <laughs> the other, like, the other <laughs> thing, they're the best belt do? ever. It'll protect people from coming up and trying to do something <laughs> sicky to you. Yeah. Because in today's society, you up. never know, yeah. right? You don't know if somebody's uh, going to come up to you in the park and just... Well, that was not where I saw this conversation going. <laughs> Touch your junk or what? Hey, we're talking about functionality and yeah. safety is a Security. piece Fair of functionality enough. of any enough. piece of yeah. thing you use. It's just true. at some point, how big is your fanny pack then? Does it mimic the size of a diaper bag? Depends on how many kids like, you have. Right. You know what I also like? Is it big enough just to fit a diaper, a couple diapers, a you know, a small yeah. pack of wipes? Well, yeah, then it's just a short trip. And it's a change short of clothes. Well, you could also use it if you're a runner and you push the stroller. Yeah. Because you got their diaper bag and you get your water holster up there as well. Versus putting it underneath the stroller. But all this, but all of the all the backpacks come with stroller straps now. Yep. So you don't true. have to worry about it. And most like of the, most of the diaper the bags, most of the diaper bags will come with the they come with the, the handle straps, straps too because we have we have both. <laughs> I will I will tell you that uh, Laura used to make fun of all my cargo shorts, and now that I'm a dad, it's totally <laughs> acceptable to wear them again. And I so I'm so glad that I didn't get rid of them when she was making fun of them. Are they plaid? Because cargo yeah, shorts? oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh. You know it. But I mean, pockets on the side. I mean, 
can't tell you how many times Lori's like, can you carry this, 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 and this? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I sure can. Don't get too excited. <laughs> you were everybody's favorite guest to any county fair. <laughs> tickets, change, stuffed animals, whatever you wanted. They just loaded down. Or all the, the toys that you're bringing right. home. That your kids want. You could right. probably even fit a goldfish in there. That's very true. <laughs> so these are... Just gotta worry about if it leaks. So guys, guys, these are things that eventually, because of our great ideas, are gonna be huge. This, very, very this soon. This is gonna be huge. These fanny packs. It's huge. Are gonna be huge. What, in your opinion, 30 years ago was a great idea that was something that our parents used. That now we think of how the heck did you do it that way or why did you do it that way or why was that ever a thing? And what do you think 30 years from now our kids are going to look back and go, why did they ever use that? Why did they ever do it that way? Kurt, kick us off. Well, I think 30 years ago, I think, or when my mom was a kid, I think she had a pet rock. (laughs) Um, I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, how is that even a thing? But then I remember that they didn't have nearly as much entertainment as we have every day, like forced into our eyes and our brains and our ears. So maybe a pet rock was really cool. What? what about you, Derek? <laughs> Thirty years ago, um, man, I think it's got a smoking lot... when you're pregnant. Well, that's that's where I was going to go. <laughs> yeah, because I found that picture and I sent it to you, and it was talking about have a low birth weight baby, smoke yeah. while you're pregnant. You're I mean, like, Thirty years Wait, ago, what? Thirty years ago, <laughs> could you not smoke on an airplane? You, you could. could smoke anywhere. Just you think how wild to. that is. You're you're thirty thousand feet in the air, and you're smoking on an airplane where there's limited oxygen to begin with. Boom. And that was totally acceptable. Well, because everyone was smoking. So I think smoking and where you could actually smoke and how okay it was in society yeah. it would, would be my biggest thing 30 years ago. That is like, how do you ever let that happen? Taylor? I'm going to go the other way because I already gave you my smoking idea. I'm going to say, what do we look at now? And I don't say that I do it, but crew socks, shorts, and, and tennis shoes. Who? I, I don't know why. The kids these days that wear it, I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, like the basketball or the crew socks yeah, the, up to their the, mid yeah, up to the shin. shin. Yeah. Why? That it can't be comfortable. It's hotter than hell. And then and then you wear it all summer long and then you go swimming and you're just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason they're doing it is exactly why you brought it up because it catches attention. It's a fashion statement. Whether it's good or bad, it catches attention. It's and that's not, what kids want. It's true. Good attention, bad attention, they want attention, and that's brings all it right, to them. One more thing. Crocs, are they going to be around? In 30, 30 years, years from now? 30 years from now. I don't think so. No. Why? Just because I think it's a fad. Is it fashion? Or is it because they're they're not uh, they're, they're not 30 useful? years from I now, don't know. a bunch of podiatrists are going to come up and be like, <laughs> all of you kids that have back issues and knee issues, it's because you wore Crocs forever. <laughs> I, think 30 years, I think 30 years from now, it's not going to be something that's original. So why would it get popular if it was already around? Okay. Because it wasn't a huge, huge, like, state-of-the-art fad to begin with. I mean, it was popular for a little while, but 20, 30 years from now, people are going to go, oh, look what I created for my shoes. It's never been done before. Look at me, look at me. Because they'll be able to go back 30 years and go, it was the same thing 30 years ago, and it wasn't that great then. Do you think the shoes, do you think shoes are going to be such a big deal 30 years from now? Yes. Because, no, I'm just saying, because all the technology, all the look, all the, the fashion that goes into it now, I mean, let's talk about normal traditional maybe just basketball shoes whatever you want to call it are they going to have such a big deal going on with nike shoes or whatever it is that they have i think they will because the industries like that are always going to come up with the next big shoe the next 
you can design anything, anything you want, and get a big name that everybody loves watching to put their name on it and design it, and they're going to buy it up. That's very true. I also think, and I see it coming already with shoes, I think slim-fitting, form-fitting pieces of material over your foot are going to be the new hit. Where I think it's going to be like so putting your... I can your, see your toes? Yeah, where it's going to be like putting your foot in latex where it looks like you're wearing nothing, but you have the protection in the bottom and a little pad. I think that could get really, really popular. Didn't those come out like 10 years ago? So you're saying we're going to be wearing flippers. Yeah, but those were like water shoes. No, they were. They made them like trail hiking and running shoes. I got to say, the, the biggest thing I think our kids are going to look back on and go, I can't believe you did it that way 30 years from now. This is my opinion. I think it is our standard work day slash standard work week. I think kids are going to look back and it said, wait a minute, you got up every morning, you drove to a place where you sat and hung out for eight hours. You worked you came a 40-hour week. And then you did it again. And you did it again for five straight days, and then you took two off, and you did it again. Why? Why do you have to leave your house to go to work now or do yeah. anything? Because they're all going to work from home. They're going to wonder, wait, you used to go over to your friend's house and tape a podcast? You didn't just sit at your house? Why would you interact in yeah. life, in life with that, anyone? In general, the eight-hour yeah. eight work You week. didn't go on the internet and just like virtually interact with human beings? But the eight-hour work week was created to limit the amount of time people were forced to work in manufacturing places, right? Sure. That's kind of, I think, the law of why it was created. And the 8-hour work week was so people could go to assembly lines and places like that and get their job done because businesses needed that many hours from their employees to make their business go. Okay. 30 years from now, with the way technology is developing, I don't think it's going to even be close to what we do right now. I think kids are going to wake up and go, you went to work for 8 hours every single day. And did what? And you had to. Why couldn't you do it from home? <laughs> Other things that I think our kids are going to laugh at when we tell them and are, are trying to explain to them: um, portable CD players. Hmm. Yeah, when those what? first came out, yeah, they're going to be we like, "Don't use that anymore." I know, but we had, okay. we did. Okay, we don't use them now. But so it'll it's be, like, be like when like, I was a kid, I had a portable CD player. It's going to be like, and I couldn't track. take it in the, bu- I couldn't take it on the bus because if we hit a bump, <laughs> it skipped. I couldn't go for a run with it because it would skip the whole time. Uh, but I had, batteries? but I had one. <laughs> Double A yeah. batteries yeah. trying to make it work. Um, I think they're also going to laugh at uh, the idea of that we used to have phones that were only communication devices. Yeah, that's the point. The flip the, phone. You had the home phone. Man, the landline. You were cool. Dial up internet. You were cool if you had a flip phone with a camera, right? And now look at what our phones do. Yeah, I mean it's. Who knows what it's going to be like? They're going to laugh at us now. that we even had phones. They're going to have so chips. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's they're going to have point. chips implanted in their heads that they can do it on their own. Yeah, they can make phone calls. It's going to be like a Bluetooth in your car. Yeah. Speaking of cars, Call you, were, you were talking to me earlier. You were. They're going to laugh at us that we ever drove ourselves anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All the cars are going to be self-driving. Self-driving. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that have to happen for that to happen, though. Our infrastructure's got to change dramatically, yeah. but in 30 years, you can see it happening. Are people going to put the resources towards it, though? If the technology is produced where it's where it's available, if they change our infrastructure, I think enough pressure will be put on people who make that decision to get it done. Okay. I really do. Do you think that that kids are going to think that video games... That we are playing now, or the systems that we're playing now, are going to be cool. Oh God! Thirty no. years from now, like no, no. like I'll still wait, sit down and play, play the Atari Nintendo. or the yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo or like, something like that. You think they're going to want to have that nostalgia like we do now? And, I, and I'm saying there's kids now that are that that are young that are interested and will play those 
cubes or whatever you can buy at Kohl's or whatever that yeah. have all these things loaded. You are thinking way, way, way too small for what technology will produce in 30 years. I mean, kids are going to college years, we will not have to play video games. So <laughs> as soon as that's going, I mean, they're going to have... There will not be a system that you plug into a wall to play video games. No, have you seen okay. Have you seen Ready you Player able- One or Red Ready Player One? No. They're just going to have a virtual world that they, yes. that they log into every day with interactive hands and VR headsets. Well, is it Google yeah. or is it Amazon that's already doing that? Where they're, where they're starting to, you don't need the actual system, you just do it all over the cloud. Isn't it, is not it Amazon or is it Google? I can't remember. I don't One know. of them, but you just, you literally just play the game over the cloud and you don't yeah. need, I mean, you buy the controller, but you don't need the system. I mean, I'm just saying, do you think that there's going to be the nostalgia of going back, like, I would go back, I, I would love to go back and play the Atari and play some yeah. of those different games just because there's it's interesting and it, you, you look at it and it's like all right we could go back and play donkey kong right. on you know on the the old like arcade game yeah exactly <laughs> some of those older games that are that are fun that that changed their lives back then yeah and they had it and now do you think they're going to come back and they're going to look at it and go no or do you think maybe they'll go all the way back because they're going to go back to the same thing that we thought cool. They're they're going to want to go Atari, to the Atari, the Atari or games, the, the NES the or games. the N64 because the N64 is by far maybe one of the best systems The best ever. controllers. Well, that's a whole other thing. I think, <laughs> no, think nostalgia's getting the best shit up there. Maybe for a day. Maybe for a, you know, over a Christmas season, people will get, kids will want to get retro well, because they yeah, want to be original. Yeah. And they'll want to bring that back for a little bit. But would you go back and play Atari knowing about how good gaming systems are right now? But they won't even have TVs to plug them into because everything is going to be virtual. Exactly, like they're literally just going to sit in a chair and interact with human beings that way. Ugh. Is pro- I, that doesn't sound fun. I think no, the world doesn't. outside could eventually be like a Sims, where you plug in <laughs> and you actually go and meet people and talk. And that's why people think, "Why do you? Why did you drive to work?" That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly I, what it would be. I work on Sims. We will have a virtual. Ooh. World in a virtual economy. I go to school. That will run and work just fine without people having to leave their house. Everyone's going to go to virtual high school. Do you Which, think if it, it gets to that? I don't think it'll ever get to that point because I think humans have a specific nature inside of them. They they need interaction. Okay, so going back to mm-hmm. going back to what you guys said about driving to work and actually going to work. There's less and less kids that are getting excited about getting their driver's license. Like when I got my driver's license, I was super pumped, super excited, wanted to have it. Yeah. There are kids that are like. What do so I need a driver's license, license for? Yeah. Like, why do I need that? I, that actually is blows it, my mind. Right, right. Why would you want that? License? It's the freedom factor. Right? That is the biggest event in adolescence history in my life. Right. It it's getting your it's freedom. Yeah. Yes. You can drive yourself to school. You can go wherever you want after school. You can go hang out at your buddy's house. You can drive at least one friend around until you're... Until so you're do you think that's going to that. be the same way? Like, 30 years from now, kids are going to be like... What do I need a driver's license for? Why, just, do, why are you getting? Why are people? Why were you excited about that? Do you think that's going to happen? Well, do you think transportation is going to be completely changed? Well, with the way that you guys were talking, yeah, yeah. If it changes that way, it'll be crazy. And then they'll also, oh my, my goodness, what if they ever get lost in the woods? None of our children will have like not, <laughs> like the the Adventure? next generation is going to have like no way to like pinpoint where they are and how to get somewhere because our kids are also going to laugh that we used to have to print off. Uh, Google Maps direction, map. <laughs> like before you, you got your turn first by turn, yeah, turn by turn direction, <laughs> or you had to be able to read a map in the car to your dad. All right, that brings me actually to another really good point. A question for you guys is: What's the one skill you want to make sure your kids have, no matter how our world changes? One trait that you will instill in them 
that regardless of how different the world is, is 30 years from now, you know they will have because you feel strongly that every kid or person should have. Is it you want your kid to have a strong handshake? Is it you want your kid to always look somebody in the eye? Do you want your kid to be able to survive in the forest before you get out? <laughs> I would say all those things, but yeah, for sure. I mean, the, I, I, God, have, I hope I the personal I mean, interactions are still good. I mean, I Go hope that my kid has integrity. Yeah. First and foremost, they are they have their head on straight. They're thinking the right way. They're doing things the right way. That to me leads into a whole yep. and, and into all sorts of other things. So integrity integrity is is probably first and foremost what I would say. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of other things, but integrity from a standpoint of what that can do and lead to in the future and how that builds into other things, I think is is huge. That's a great point. Mine would be. Face-to-face communication. That is something I think is dying slowly. There are still a lot of kids and adults who are really, really good at it. But I think it's becoming something that's less valuable in our society. And when it gets to a point where it's really, really undervalued, I think it's going to be a trait that could really set our kids apart from others. Just being able to talk to somebody, look them in the eye, and communicate effectively, yeah. and not have to do it through a cell phone or any other social medium. That'd be huge. I agree with both you guys. Uh, I mean, Derek, I even find myself thinking after I have an interaction with someone, I'm like, did I make enough eye contact? Should I? I need to work on this. <laughs> I need to work on this now. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, to Taylor's point, absolutely, integrity. We need to have people that know how to do well for themselves and their family and also help others. We've got to have that community it, that that would be the big the big thing since I don't want to copy you guys would be that sense of community and how can you help those around you um, while also taking care of you and your family too. Good point. So what what one thing do you think your parents instilled in you that you have brought forward? What quality, Taylor? Work I know ethic. What, oh, I thought you were going to say drinking beer. My parents didn't drink. <laughs> I think it, yeah, I'd <laughs> have to say it was quality. my work ethic. Work ethic. I mean, my dad, you know, was dairy farmer growing up, and then he was diesel mechanic and was picking up side jobs. Taylor, your dad was military, probably going all the time. Military, school, my dad owns his own business now, my mom owns her own business now, I mean... And just going, going, going. And yeah. I, I just, yeah, that's one of the things that I hope that we can instill in our kids, is, you know, as, as more and more people are trying to find ways not to work hard. Yep. My, you know, instill the, the pride and the value in a hard day's work. Mm-hmm. My parents, whether they knew it or not, they instilled, I think, again, whether they knew it or not, was the value of um, family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Being close to your family, not just direct family, but your cousins, your uncles and aunts, being around them, being close to them. That's one thing where we go home for Thanksgiving every year to visit the family. We have a cousin's party the night nice. before Thanksgiving. So regardless of if we've seen each other for a while or haven't talked to each other for a while, we get together and it's basically like we've seen each other I mean, every day for the last yep, year. Exactly. So having that ability and understanding that importance and Knowing that if somebody screws up and does something stupid, it's not going to change the way you think about them. <laughs> right. So you always know that you have somebody that's got your back. Yeah. I think that is huge for any young adult and any adult in general moving forward with knowing that you have a backstop of your own family and your extended family that's going to be there for you no matter what. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's the biggest thing my parents passed on to me, and I don't think they tried to. They I think it's just think a natural thing yeah. because of our family dynamic growing up and how we're close, which I think could go away because more people now are moving away. Yeah. From their families. Uh-huh. Um, everybody's spreading out and going to big trade. And they're all very, yeah. very more independent. And I think people now are depending more on staying together through things like social media. Where more and more now it's going to become, I guess, less and less likely for somebody to pick up a phone and actually have a conversation. And I think yeah. that's going to diminish a little bit the relationships and family dynamics. Yeah. Which I think could be completely different 30 years from now. So yeah. my second choice is instead of just communication, it's staying together, staying in contact with the ones you care about. 
Absolutely. Friends, family, close relatives, like that. It's harder, and we can all make excuses why we're not doing it. But, yeah, it's very important to pick up the phone and call people. I like a call over a text message, but we can discuss that another day, too. (laughs) Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this was our discussion today. We're so glad you could join us. Um, We had fun doing it, yeah, and we hope you had fun listening to it. Join us next time for another awesome sit-down on 30 Wise. And remember to follow us on Facebook. Also, if you have any questions, send us an email at 30wise at gmail.com. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. 30 Wise Podcast on Facebook. Thanks like for us, joining. follow us. Go get it. Go get it.